welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about beers and video games. I almost forgot how to do the intro. It's been so long. Um, it's episode blur. 329? 328? You're muted, by the way. It's because I was typing to get the Twitch up on my thing. <laughs> um, 320. A. 328. Perfect. 329. Those are the ones. Excellent. I'm, I'm here with Adol. Me. Uh, thank you for holding down the fort last week and having the BitRock guys on uh, again for a nice update on their now-released game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the second episode. Oh, not the second one yet. Yeah. It was like a regular old tanked episode. It, that whole uh, that episode. Apologies, listeners who are used to our new <laughs> shorter content, but that's like an hour and thirty six minutes by itself. Perfect. No, it's good. Yeah, good. Uh, a whole bumper of uh, of episodes last week. Um, perfect. Let's start off this week as we as we always do and open up some beers. Ada, what are you kicking into first? Um, I've got the two chefs brewing ten years. Sentium Falcon. Double Funky Falcon Pale Ale. The what kind of... The what Falcon? Dis... Dis... Dissentium? Dissenium? Dissenium. Well, that looks like it might be a... Mm. Not sure. Never Uh. heard that word before. No, just Dissenium. It's written much better there. (laughs) I assume they mean Dissenium as in like Anum and Des. Like Mm. 10 years. Yeah. I've just never heard it before. No. Kick into Hoppy Hyperdrive with this 10th anniversary edition pale ale to celebrate a decade of brewing. We did a double take on the beer that started it all, the Funky Falcon. Intensely hoppy with a smooth, malty mouthfeel, mild bitterness, vibrant fruity notes, citrus, lemongrass, and kefir lime for a smashing finish. And then the whole double that on their 10th anniversary, which I won't read the flavor text. Sure. Um, they're of course Dutch. They're I think they're in Amsterdam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. How about you? I like uh, pour this. What, I what drinking? am drinking a couple of Bristol beers this week. Um, the first from Bristol Beer Factory. Uh, this is pills like these, which is a pills now. A Chichia Rome series. Uh, uh, pound sign four O F six. Uh, there is a little bit of flavour text on this. It is... What's the percentage? 4.9%. So a ride into the Euro beer lands. Stop four. Chechia, the home of Pilsner. Rich in history, Bohemia Pilsner is not to be messed with. Malt sweetness with pure noble hop energy. Get ready for a full-bodied lager. So when I went round the shop... Around the corner from me, they've got loads of different beers in now. It's it's grown. Their beer selection has grown. Uh, Bristol Beer Factory were in there, uh, and this was one I hadn't had out of the range mm. um, that they had. You know, all of their sort of standard um, standard lines were were there. Yeah, I thought I'd try this out, and it's kind of been a bit hot, a bit muggy. Yeah, it's been a, it's a, it's been wet, but not cold. Yes, yes, it feels like it's kind of getting into lager season. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd start with this. What's oh, there's like no head on that. No, it, dis- it dissipated really quickly. It kind of just like, carbonated just mine... straight off. Mine still has just, just a thin layer. Mm, mm. How is yours? Um, so it's a bit hazy, a bit orange. Mm-hmm. Um, 
clearly um, nice and uh, bubbly. Uh, it smells like um, a bit like tangerine, like a sweet citrus. Okay. Um, with like with a nice light malt on top of it, like definitely not oaty, but like mm-hmm. nice little malty. Really, um, yeah. So some citrus, some sweetness, and some malt. Pretty pleasant nose. And it's nice. lately I've been having very lightly nosed beers that that haven't like despite the strength in in the taste. This is actually one of the more. It's not like it's strong, but not like in your face. I guess. It's okay. Like, it's like these light tastes, but they're they're there. They're not like hiding. Mm-hmm. You've had a couple of beers from two chefs previously, haven't you? As well, I don't think I've ever had anything from them. Oh really? Mm. Um, yeah, they're not bad. Um, I mean. They are definitely like a craft, like a US UK craft style right. brewery that's in the Netherlands. While well, like we're used to like De Molen or like Brouwer Die, uh, and then these sort of more traditional like even if they're doing an IPA, they definitely have that sort of Dutch Belgian mm-hmm. backbone to them. And and Two Chefs is definitely not trying to do that. Right. So it's a really interesting Dutch um, craft brewery f- for that reason. Mm. I'm getting that nice. I think it. I think the flavor text mentioned something about silky, but I'm getting that nice, really nice mouthfeel. And um, yeah, nice, nice malty mouthfeel, and a lingering bitterness that's just a touch piney. I'm still getting those um, citrusy notes. Mm-hmm. Um, the sweet is just at the top of my mouth, and mostly. So I thought it was just present in the beginning, but that's just because like. The maltiness and that like slight pininess like that kind of overpowers it, and then as those fade, you notice that that because that there's that sweetness that lingers, but it's just yep. such a light note of sweetness. Nice. Mm, this is really delicious. Good. It's um, it's a they call it a pale ale, but there's a lot going on, and there is this like lovely malty and like this lovely hoppy profile that I'm surprised it's not like this if someone. Given that I've had some really light IPAs this year, mm-hmm. if someone said this was an IPA. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense because it's um, it has this nice, very strong hoppy presence, um, and that bitterness is is um, it lingers and it gives has the legs of a of an IPA rather than just a pale ale, which I I don't think I'm off saying. Or you usually don't have the longest finishes, let alone mm-hmm. like sort of quite a, quite a like quite a large part of the taste curve is this lingering strong-ish bitterness nice it's really good 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 perfect um way to go funky falcon number 10 <laughs> or whatever this was called the 10th anniversary one i don't know if it was the number i'm not even going to go into jubilees and things let's let's leave that one for another pissed up day um this uh, this pills, it, it, yeah. Hmm. I said, which will be soon. <laughs> That's very true. Drinking a Bristol beer. It's craft. It's Bristol craft beer festival this weekend. Come and join us if you've got a ticket for Saturday daytime. Yes, and you've yeah, heard this like, before. And, and you listen to and, this. Yes. Immediately after like, release Friday <laughs> evening. <laughs> um. Hopefully, there's going to be some lovely smelling beers like this. This is very nice. Very light. A little bit of citrus. The nose has dis- is, is disappeared a little bit. When I cracked the can, it was quite big, and now it's mellowed out um, quite nicely. It's, you know, it, it, it's very, very clear. It's what you kind of would expect from a Pilsner. Hmm. 
I am surprised at how like non-bubbly it looks as a pilsner. Well, it, it's it was like full of fizz, full of carbonation when I cracked the can and poured it in. But as you mentioned, it disappeared really quickly. You know, there was zero uh, head on it after a couple of seconds, uh, and there's not a like a, a a carbonation from the bottom. There's nothing sort of happening in it, but it's not flat. So it isn't that all the carbonation looks like apple juice. Yeah, it's not like the carbonation is kind of expelled completely from it. There is still a little bit of a fizz to it. It has a kind of like a um, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? I'll come back to that bit. Um, you first kind of get a lot of uh, the maltiness. I know it says it's a nice malty pilsner, but you get that straight away. It's a little bit bready, and you're getting a lot mm. of nice uh, um, citrus in there, more kind of lemony than anything else. So there's this nice sort of bready, slightly sweet malt, which has this citrus just cutting through it enough that it isn't too sweet. You know, it's not bogged down by the the malt, and it's a lighter beer at least in both sort of um abv but also in mouthfeel that i could see this very easily you know the malt's making it too heavy but actually i think the citrus cuts through it enough that it keeps it nice and light and as i'm trying to say with the carbonation there is a, a touch of of kind of dankness in there as well you know occasionally when you have like a pilsner or a hellers or something and you get that sort of dankness towards the end of the carbonation, once it's kind of started to go um, on the mouthfeel, that dankness sort of starts to set in. And this is very similar in that. But it's a very short, sharp fizz. It's like, and it's it hits your mouth and it's gone. And that dankness mm. sets in very, very quickly. You know, cuts through, again, that malt and that citrus to go... Mm, here's a nice sort of dankness. This is now the kind of the flavor that's running. This is the baseline for everything. And then that maltiness, maltiness just sits above that. That citrus just sits above that as well. Um, it's very well balanced for, for, for what I have. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a simple beer by any means, but there's, you know, like three things going on with it that work very well together. Um, and I think this... If you're going out for a day of drinking with some friends, this would be a great beer to not just start your kind of session or have one beer for the afternoon. This would be a very easy beer to drink four of, you know, get a four pack of these because it doesn't have that carbonation to it. It's not going to bloat you out that little bit and make mm. you feel a little bit heavier. Right. This is very, very light. And I think it's, it's, it does very well for that fact. I've already forgotten the ABV. Uh, just under five, I think four point, yeah, four point nine. I think I didn't even tell you mine, <laughs> and I say that because I don't know what it is. Um. Also, I will say this to to our friends, um, over uh across the pond, um, in, with Bitrock Games, they made a crack about like, oh yeah, it's a it's a like the two hearted light ale or light hearted ale. Uh, by two hundred was oh it's a four point five it's it's light but you know that's for American things over the Britain I was like what I didn't want to be antagonistic right off the top but I was like Chad like yeah I, I know did, you I... guys did your like you schooled here but like 
yeah, sure, like camera <laughs> ales, maybe. But like our session strength is four percent or four point five percent here. It's the same. Why are you throwing shade? Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to send them over some nice uh, double IPAs. Um, like, so like, can, look, yeah. we we can do this. We can do 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 a do a beer swap with them. Make them go yeah. and get some Pliny well, for that's us. Not a bad idea, actually. Um, one of them is um, in SoCal. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we shall set up and see if we can get some beers and send them over some beers. I did pick up on that uh, when they said it. I, I I, absolutely, I heard it and I screwed my face. I'm like, mm, no, that's not that's not right. Yeah, I mean, we had we had some severe technical issues. Otherwise, you would have seen me screwing my face up on the recording. And be like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's just let them continue talking. <laughs> Perfect. Um, let's enjoy these. Sorry, you were. <laughs> no, it's fine. I've fin- finished. I'm going to just sit here and, and just sup. And we can enjoy these beers and get into a little bit of gaming mm. chat for a week. But uh, before we do jump into gaming chat, we have been having some technical issues. How's Windows 11? It's on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, basically what happened was a couple of weeks back, um, like Explorer started to hang a bit. Uh, and then you were away. And so I was, mm-hmm. I was doing all the streaming. Uh, and but because it was one of those, I think I didn't do a first look, or maybe I did, and it was fine. Basically, I didn't do a first look in the one, one in the past couple of weeks, and so mm-hmm. I didn't get to test, retest everything. But um, I had an update of my NVIDIA drivers, and then things sort of started to hang. I had some like weird graphical effects. So I thought, oh, it, I don't. It was one of those you don't need to restart updates to the drivers. So I'm like, oh, I'll just restart it, and I did, and then then really think enough about it, right? Um, and then, um, and then Explorer was hanging a bit and then everything was fine until I was recording and streaming and discord calling with Lucy and then everything froze and shut itself down and windows completely killed itself. Like I tried to control alt delete to get to the task manager and then the screen just went dark black and stayed black. And then I was like, Lucy, this won't happen. Sorry. Um, we canceled the, the, that episode, uh, those episodes. Um, and then I tried to replicate it and things were like groggy. And I was like, oh, maybe the install is just kind of bloated because it didn't upgrade. Mm. But I did the upgrade in like January. So I thought it's been reasonably stable. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when I started the stream and I tested it um, like a, a couple hours before Chad and Curtis came on, I just put the pointed OBS at the um, test server, hit record, hit stream. Didn't have anyone on a call, but I had Discord open and I like had a couple other like, apps open. Like Discord doesn't, calls don't take a lot except mm-hmm. for network throughput, but that's not going to crash a computer, right? I didn't think that much of it. And then the exact same thing basically happened with Chad and Curtis. It was like, oh, you're cutting out. Oh, oh, fuck. Uh, but... The next day, because I was a bit, been in the middle of a big clean, because um, I realized the vac my like pet vacuum, which actually you can see in the background uh, there, um, the filters were really full, and I didn't know there were two filters. One has to be one is like washable, and I hadn't washed it in a long time, but didn't think it'd be that bad. The other one is just like a this will slowly degrade, and you have to replace it, and I didn't. So right, uh, I had I done that, and that's one of the reasons I've. I like have taken my room apart and moved some things around and end up like my desk is now more in the corner. If for those of you who pay attention to the background, um, anyway, uh, it, it, part of that reason was to just pull all the dust and cat hair out of the parts of the house that haven't been well vacuumed. Cause as soon as I replaced both those filters, 
literally this vacuum is strong enough to pull the, car the shitty shitty carpet off the floorboards i'm mm -hmm. like oh it hasn't done this i can't remember the last time it did this i don't think it's been vacuuming at all well and that explains why like i'm a bit coffee and wheezy and like i don't breathe so well i'm not like huge but it's like oh i haven't been breathing super great i've noticed that um so i did all that and then i realized after uh, the call with chad and curtis i don't remember the last time i checked the inside of oh okay but luckily i have a uh like a half i think it's a it's somewhere between a half horsepower or three horsepower i can't remember um air blower plug in nice. blower um and i took it downstairs to the yard and i blew a fuck ton of dust out <laughs> like all of the filters in the case were like thin line but that happens but I couldn't believe how much dust just kept, like dust bunnies had came out of like blowing through the CPU fan and stuff. Uh, and I did a quick Google and realized, oh, right, my C drive, which is also what I write to for OBS, uh, just so that I don't have to, it'll be quicker because everything's on the same, right? mm -hmm. you don't have to switch drives. And it's an, NV, it's an NVMe SSD. It's the fastest thing. Sure, it'll burn through the lifespan of the drive, but it'll but put it there, and then I can move it somewhere else if I want to deal with it, like for space-wise or edit. I, I don't need to necessarily edit off of it, but it just makes sense to write to the fastest sure. drive I have. Um, it's under a piece of uh, metal heatsink mm -hmm. by design, which is good, but not if perhaps dust has accumulated in places. I did a Google, and people like the only read because I was like. Thinking about Explorer lagging and stuff when I go to my downloads folders, like, oh, I think this is less Windows' fault than I thought, and mm. it might have actually just been dust getting on the contacts and it yep. running fewer lanes, mm -hmm. which explains why when I was doing a bunch of things involving the hard drive it, and the CPU is a bit taxed, that's the CPU, because now the Discord call is doing video, which is using the GPU, which is using more lane PCIe lanes, and suddenly, if if there's dust on the contacts, it's not going to be running at all eight lanes or whatever. Oh, if it's not running on all eight lanes, it can't write six thousand bit rate. <laughs> and it was just like, this is really boring, maybe. But it was like, oh, I'm pretty sure this is all my fault. And I I don't like I streamed on Tuesday. Mm. I didn't have a Discord call, but like I streamed on Tuesday and it was fine. And I've had the performance of my rig has been great. And I was just like, oh, this is all my fault because PC, PC Master Race maintenance is <laughs> the thing you have to do. Um, so um, air out your computer. And by that, I mean blast it full of air. <laughs> I need to do mine as well. It's been oh. a good, it, it's got to be more than I was going to say six months. It's got to be more than six months. Since I've done it nine months, um, and yeah, like so that. and this is why uh, what I realized was like there's just so much ambient dust because of the mm. vacuum issue. That's why I brought that up, and, and like cat hair obviously makes in this room, especially because the cat sleeps and mm -hmm. in the daytime on the couch and the nighttime on the bed. Like there's just a lot of like I need to be doing this way more on the PC, and I was because it's <laughs> it's on the floor because mm. I don't have a lot of it. Just it's a big footprint, right? But that just makes makes it literally suck up all the dust yeah. and, and hair um so also pro tip um if you can always put your P pc on a desk you'd be amazed at how much longer it'll last just because the amount of dust and stuff that goes through but also the circulation of air mm -hmm. 
when it's raised, like when it's in the regular airflow. Yeah, I mean, even not on the, necessarily on the desk next to you, even if it's sort of raised on a plinth off the or floor, something. just a, just a yeah. little bit, but with the air, not raised on a, a box, but raised with that airflow underneath yeah. as well, so it can get kind of all around. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, that's why that happened. Nice. I think, I'm pretty sure. Because um, like I said, I, there was a precursor of some Explorer lags, and I've not had a single one since. Good, and, okay. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. So, um, move on. What did you play on uh, First Looks? Oh, yeah. Uh, I played a really cool game, which I should have brought the description up, but I was distracted by talking about Dust. <laughs> it wasn't called Dust. Uh, it was called Umurangi Generation. Ah, yes. Uh, it's a um, first-person photography game set in the retro future. Uh, it's set in... Basically, there's an impending crisis, and all the major cities are walled off, and the United Station nations have like deployed, and the United Nations stations. You see what I did there. Um, United Nations have deployed military and big Macs to defend against this alien invasion. I guess I didn't get that uh-huh. far into. I didn't see aliens or whatever. But basically, yeah, it's a it's a first person um, photography game. So uh, the basic premise is you get put in a level, and you'll have 10 minutes to get all these objectives and they'll be like a picture with three lit cigarettes. So some of it will be like pictures of specific things. And then some of them will be like, you need to do it up close. And some of them will be like, you need mm-hmm. to use this lens. Um, Cause that's what, as you progress through the game, you unlock lenses and sort of photo editing tools. Um, and then, um, and then there's bonus bits like finishing on time in, in the 10 minutes is a bonus uh, and you'll get more and every shot you take gives you a couple bucks depending on like the AI she's saying oh yeah you've got two people in it so it's a duo or it's like a, it's like a moody landscape shot and you'll get two bucks for that um, and then every level has like a one of the bonus things is like how much money you made mm. um, I don't I think it took me about halfway through. So I did like one and a half, two levels before I realized, I think the designers want you to take your time on a level, learn it, and then try to get the 10 minute run. Because I was thinking like some of this is just really hard to do in 10 minutes. Also, there's like film canisters lying around and you're collecting all of them. Uh, Not only do they refill your shots because you're shooting with film, like 24 shots, um, but also you need to collect all of them to hit the bonus objective. And they say that hitting all the bonus objectives unlocks new gear. But at the end of each level I played, I got new gear anyway. It just wasn't clear that it was, it's probably like extra special gear for the bonus stuff, okay. which I wish was a bit better telegraphed because then I wouldn't have stressed so much. you never see. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so in the very beginning, you have a standard like, like a semi zoom lens and, um, you take a picture and you have an exposure slider and um, your two white balances, cold, warm, and uh, green magenta. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it, I think? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then you... So you just sort of try and make a decent photo and, like, it, it, the tutorial's like, you know, look for a Union Jack. And it's like there's a Union Jack on the bottom of a skateboard and then, like, a patch on someone's jacket or something like that. So there's different parts in the level that satisfy these things and like some of them are just some of them though is like take a picture with seven birds Mm. um and you're like oh okay 
that's a little more difficult and kind of that sort of the high number crunching ones really forces you into a certain spot so one of anyway so that's the basic mechanic is you've got um so as soon as you hit um uh right click i think to go into like shooting mode so you 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 waz the with your mouse and then you go into shooting mode and then left click will take the picture and then scroll uh scroll wheel will be like your zoom and shift scroll wheel will be your focal plane movement right and it's an indie game it's on game pass that's why i played it because i figured people would actually be able to pick it up it's it's real fun and if you like photography it's it's cool um i have some technical gripes with how they deal with photography which i'll pause for a bit and just talk about the generic gameplay because mm -hmm. if you aren't a photo nerd it probably doesn't matter as much <laughs> um so yeah so that's the basic premise you're like you're trying to hunt to take all these pictures but also like because one of the bonuses is just get a lot of pictures uh you got a lot of money and each shot gets you money you're you also just kind of wandering around trying to take cool pictures and i i feel like if i almost want it to be like here are the objectives and then when you beat it you unlock a time trial mode that would be a clearer way of communicating don't rush because what i ended up happening is oh i have three minutes left i've been like i've been really enjoying wandering about trying to find cool shots taking my time doing whatever like still tracking the objectives like oh i see there's like some candles here but how do i want to take the picture that involves 15 candles right mm -hmm. pretty sure there's be 15 here how do i do it um and three minutes is like oh shit i only have like three of the seven objectives now i'm just rushing around and doing the pokemon snap thing which yeah. sucks because like one of the coolest things about this is they're giving you a lot more control like mm -hmm. you have different lenses you have focal planes um and as you you also unlock different like layers of editing so like by the end you'll have hue saturation i'm assuming some clarity stuff at least some contrast the sort of tonal curves i'm assuming because those are standard things uh, like, it really feels like they looked at, like, Adobe Lightroom's panels and were like, I'll give a toolbar for one of those. Um, <laughs> which is great, right? It's really cool. But it just sucked because I felt kind of torn between the gameplay mechanics. Yeah, it's it's but, one thing that I kind of saw as a bit of a negative when I was watching the stream uh, um, was that, that, it, that it was timed. Like, here is a shot. I have framed it how I want to. Or I'm I'm playing about with framing. Oh look look at this cool shot. Yes, I've, I've got to get it for the objective. But actually, this has now turned into a very cool shot, and I really like the composition of it. Now I've got the the, the shot. I'm going to play around with all of these different sliders to do it. But you could spend you know a minute, two minutes just playing around with with kind of one shot, getting it right, framing it how you want, yeah. doing all of that editing. But you can't because you have this. Timer. So it turns out, I'm pretty sure it pauses. I found out rare at the end of the stream. I was like, I did a quick. I'm pretty sure it pauses Ooh. when you're in take a camera mode. Okay. Like take a picture mode, which explains why. I mean, it was really like I don't think it's ten minutes real time in a level because you have this disconnect when you're right. in shooting mode, which explains why. Like I did like three levels, but over two and a bit hours. Sure. Um, I'm pretty sure that because I don't think I like quintupled the time on. Some of them. Well, I don't think um, you, you never you didn't hit any of the ten minutes, did you? Oh, so the the horrible part was on the tutorial. I rushed, but because I it was a tutorial, I I was like, okay, I've done all the things. But actually, what happens? It says you now have to deliver the package, and then mm -hmm. a glowing red set of squares sort of appears over one part of the map, and you have to go hit E in that thing. And so I was like, oh, I've got all the objectives and all the bonus ones. 
at like five, four, three, two, one. I did it, and then it, and then like I saw the red square and I ran to it. And it's like, oh, you're, and I didn't know what to do. Like, so I, I didn't realize I had to hit a button. So I missed it by seconds. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, there's no point in me turning it in now. So then I looped back and did more of the objectives in the tutorial for yeah. the sake of like the stream. But it it did kind of suck that it was just like deliver the package. But that's just the part of like tutorials. Like that's what it's supposed to teach me. Like delivering mm -hmm. the package is going there and putting. Um. So that was and oh yeah, and one of the objectives and in each level there'll be like a postcard and you, uh, are trying to recreate the shot in the postcard, which I think is a really cool idea. Except it's pretty. Like the figuring out where the angle you took it at um changes like it's not as straightforward as walk over there take a shot yeah but it definitely felt like well if you got somewhere close to that shot you're going to get the points for it where i think that as a bonus should be like no you are like very close to making a frame accurate like including like the amount of zoom etc like mm -hmm. i'd love to be able to be like I'm doing this objective. Give me this like thumbnail of the postcard so I don't have to keep hitting escape to get the menu to see it and then really try and recreate it. Cause I think that's a really good learning tool to like get more used to the, what you can do with, with the tools, right? Like, Oh, make this picture. You're in the right spot, figure it out. But like, take your time, like look around. Here's what it looks like. Are you the, is the main screen looking like this? No. Right. Instead of being like, I'm in picture mode. I hit expose. It says I'm finished. And then I look at the pictures like that's not really like the thing that the postcard looks like. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's again, I feel like it's so close to being really interesting photographically. And there's these weird bits that are just like, ah, like the, the, especially the recognition of goals kind of was the disappointing part for me. Um, so having said this, uh, in the stream, I got a little worked up because there was a very confusing, there was one that was like, take a picture with 10 solar panels. And I took, I framed this lovely shot and it didn't do anything. And I was like, what the hell? And then I saw a guy with a lit cigarette and he had two companions, but I couldn't see them from my perspective. And I took a picture and it was like, you took a picture with three lit cigarettes. And I was like, the hell I did. I can't, I can't see three cigarettes. I, I, I kind of assumed this was the spot for that, which is one of my gripes is like, some of it is very much like, this is the only, because it's a checklist. If it's small items, there's they like pepper them through the level so you can get interesting shots and do your own sort of choice. But some of it is like, well, this is like in this one square meter spot, mm -hmm. you will be standing in order to satisfy the objective, which feels like against the spirit of what the game is like mm. wanting me to do mm -hmm. in the same way the time limit felt. Yeah. Um. But anyway, the lit cigarettes were not in my line of sight, but they were in they were in my field of view, right? Like they were in the cone of the game rendering, but I couldn't see them. Sure. Uh, and I thought I was very confused on why this like fifth shot with 15 solar panels didn't work, but it turns out I was bad at the game <laughs> because it had an icon next to it indicating the lens it wanted. And I hadn't processed because oh, this okay. was the first level I got a second lens. So I just didn't notice it had the, the zoom lens on it, basically, mm. the telephoto lens. And so I just didn't know. And then, it, like, I was winching, and I was like, oh, I got to, I'll take my like, my hits. Like, this was my mistake. Went back to the spot. Obviously, fewer um, things in my field of view because it's a zoom lens, but I, there were 10 and took basically the same shot cropped uh, past the objective. Um, and that, that was on me, but, um, yeah, and I don't know. I think there's nothing you can do around that. It's I mean, just, like, th the th UI there... wasn't great. I, th th so that's part of it, isn't it? It's telegraphing some of these 
things. Like we want you to take it very specifically with this lens, but we've given you this very small icon to to tell you that. Like, well, I think but the problem is like, a little for the rest of the game, I'll learn that. But I think because it was the first time of having, um, yeah, maybe making it, the icon bolder for the that first level, or it's like just making it clearer that this is new mm. to your list. But obviously, you don't want it to always yell at people. Hey, there's a lens, but yeah. yeah, something because it's the first again. It's like that onboarding of like I've they've like done the right moves of we're gonna slowly onboard these like more complicated asks, but not the way they present them. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean that 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 the other thing that is like so yeah so the, basically fun. As soon as I realized that I, I wasn't screwing up objectives except for one, which was I had photos of friends. Which was on it's on every level, and I didn't get it on the first the tutorial, but I took a picture of my friend the penguin, and the people all the, there was like it's a tiny level, and I took pictures of people that mm. like I could tell them some people you can tell to pose some can't I assume those were my friends, but it didn't do anything. Second level, I was trying to do the time trial, and then I realized I've taken a picture of all the people that like were on that first level, and like most of the people. I still haven't satisfied this requirement because as you take the picture, it makes a little bling, and then as soon as you get out of choosing your like doing your edits, it'll be like you've satisfied this requirement. And I just didn't get photo of friends at all, even including like I obviously missed the ten. I was just not paying attention to the ten minute mark and spending as much time as I could, and I couldn't trip this thing. And I was like, well, now there's no point on the third, like the last level I did. I'm like, there's no point in me trying to get under ten minutes because I literally don't know how to satisfy that requirement yeah, yeah and in order to get the bonus gear i need to satisfy all the bonus stuff in the 10 minutes and all the regular stuff in the 10 minutes and i literally don't know what the game is asking me for mm -hmm. photos of friends and then somehow i managed to get a photo of the friends and i don't know what it was i don't know what i did differently it was very confusing um so that's the like it's not a big budget game mm -hmm. and so some of this is like oh if, if the ui is annoying a couple times and then you learn it, it's fine. That's just like a gripe design. Um, but like some of the stuff is like, I think people could play this and never learn how to photo a friend. And I don't know what part of the game is being locked away because you're not getting the gear, which sounds like it's supposed to be bonus gear because I'm still getting lenses and developing tools each level. So maybe it's not a big deal. But again, the way it's presented is you get gear when you do all the things. And that just makes it frustrating in the beginning minutes. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be like, I'm pretty sure you could just like fart around, finish the level on your own time uh, once you do the main things and then move to the next level and do it really cash and you would really have fun with the game. But it doesn't onboard you to that being the way forward or even a way forward. And that's really just like that sucks because if you're not like determined, you're just going to walk away. Yeah. Because I didn't hit the 10 minutes or, you know, I don't know how to satisfy this this other requirement, even if I miss the 10 minutes. Like, I can't do this game. And you're telling me gear is based on doing all these things really quickly. No, what you're not telling me is not all gear is locked this out, right? Mm. Locked out this way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one thing I will say is uh, I, it's so strange, but like as you unlock tools... I don't know what's going on if, like, they... I have a feeling that as you unlock things, things might move around in their menu. So um, exposure is just a gray... So you have you take the picture, and then there's, like, a black bar with sliders on, on the left third of the screen. Mm 
mm-hmm. and you and the sliders you've unlocked is how you can edit a photo. Um, and exposure is just a left, right. You're in the middle. It almost also it always underexposes, which really bothers me. It's like <laughs> I don't have control of this while I'm in shooting mode, but I'm underexposing by two stops every time. This is dumb. But anyway, so I always have to bump that up. It is also just like no matter what, I have to start with a moving a slider to the right, always to the right, right? It's just kind of. But then you have your two white balances. But this is where I like. I feel like it's so strange to have these very photographic such like photo editing app sliders but they all kind of don't work it's just strange because they have like um cold and warm which is a standard white bouncing right you go mm-hmm. from cold on the left warm on the far right um and then they have the other one uh green magenta um but the so the cold, sorry, the cold warm is like, is like a slider that goes from bluish to yellowish. Yeah. Like the slider itself is sort of a gradient. And then the green magenta one is also a gradient, but the gradient displayed on the slider is the inverse of what it does to the photo. Oh. And you're like, how did that happen? And, and then you unlock a saturation and it's a hue gradient. So it goes from reds, greens, you know, red, orange, you know, all the way to blue. Like, and you're like, but that's not what the, that's not what saturation does. Saturation boosts all colors. But now you're t- like, so like if I, I'm now dragging this thing from orange to blue and all, it's getting very red. Like, and if I didn't know what the word meant, I'd be very confused. Yeah. And I'm wondering if what's happening is, is they built the menu at the end stage where it had everything in like unlocked. And actually, things are moving around on the menu, so mm. you would have that spot in the final stage. So, otherwise, I don't know why hue, why they would pick a hue gradient for saturation because it's yeah. very confusing, right? Um, and, and it's so strange. Like, did like it's a photo game. How can you get the like the photo tools being communicating very very poorly? I I I, I don't get it. It's very it like really threw me for a loop as soon as I noticed it because like. I do photography on uh, uh, to pay the bills uh, these days, and so I'm used to. I know what these things do. I read the labels, and I just started do like doing my thing, which was really fun. I really like doing it on stream. I really like the moments of trying to like think through shots and talking about that. I mm-hmm. enjoyed that in a game. That's really cool because I got to engage my photography and my video game streamer person. But like, I wasn't really paying attention to. Like, I was just like, oh, this is the white balance slider. Okay, well, it goes from green to magenta. That's fine. And I didn't really notice that it was doing these really weird things visually until I like stopped and looked at the sliders. I'm like, is wait, all of this doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, very strange. Um, and then I, I don't want to ramble on too much. What I will say is, um, it's uh, it's kind of a shame. So the engine is really odd. So uh, I'm sure you've heard of the, the term depth of field. Yeah. Um, when you're talking about photography, basically the idea is um, when you have like a really fast lens and like why you get like fancy cameras can take things with shallow depth of field where someone's face is in, in focus and everything else is blurred out and you have that really that separation of foreground and background that looks really pretty. You know, you've got the bokeh and all that. And just like that, you know, that's what portrait mode does. It just blurs out the background to, to fake that separation in on on um, cell phone cameras. Um how much so the focal plane is is where that where you are choosing where that foreground is so where that focus is and it's gonna you know 
roughly we'll we'll just pretend that let's just say it's like a six inch plane that you just move back and forth that's kind of how this game does it mm -hmm. but actually in real photography as you extend the focal plane back it gets wider etc yep. you can't right but it doesn't matter but when you are on in real life with a camera everything you've got a lens that you slowly rotate and it it linearly moves the focal plane right because you are rotating and you're moving it as much as the lens elements are opening and closing right in this game, it does it in jumps. Yes, yeah. Um, which is fine, except they're kind of big. And so you're, you can be in a spot where you're like, oh, their face is in focus, kind of. I'll just go, like, I'll just, like, try and refocus it so that mo like I want, like, I don't know, like the back of their head to be more in focus and their eyes. I don't care if their nose is out of focus or vice versa. But instead, I'll just jump six inches and be like, mm -hmm. no, now they're all the way out of focus. And then you try going back the other way. And like, now they're all out of focus this way. The only spot that it like, I'm not happy with this focus, but it's the only one that gets this person in from this position. And it's, again, this is a photography game. And so like, I get it that it's a game. And so maybe I'm being too particular, but I would have really liked if those... I'm fine with it being jumps because it makes total sense from a tech perspective of not being linear and like, and it's just easier. And also if you're not a photographer and you're just trying to play with focus, you probably would like kind of clean moves, but I wish they were a bit smaller Okay. just because quite often when I was comp composing shots, it would just be like, like, like I said, there's a one click where the, any part of the person is in focus and then a click in either direction and they're totally blown out of focus in either direction and like there's no play there right um and it's a photography game you should be able to be like oh, i a part of them is in focus or just f have the feeling that you have that controller choice mm -hmm. um so that was a bit disappointing yeah but yeah overall i i might i'd probably go back to it uh especially because like i want to know like one of the things that sucked about those early levels was i didn't have much control over the shots i took because i didn't have the tools of mm -hmm. editing so even just like having saturation, like I already thought about shots I took in that first level. They're like, oh, it would have been really cool if I had that before. So, and I feel like that's where if they had better telegraphed the loop, it would be like, like I said, unlocking time trial or whatever. Then then you just like slowly progress the game doing your own thing and then be like, oh, actually, I really would like to go back to that uh, previous level because now I have all these tools and I remember that bit. I remember that shot I took, which was cool, but I just couldn't edit it well enough where it was just kind of blander or flatter than i wanted oh right i can also gameplay wise justify this because now i'm doing the unlocked time trial yes. mode or whatever yeah. and that would have been like i feel like that's such a stronger way of presenting replay mm, which absolutely. is clearly what they want because they're they're like drip feeding you tools that will only make you enjoy the levels more so yeah i mean i re i like it i just there's just it's yeah, just it's not quite there yeah um, do you know uh, when this game released? Is it is it come out on uh, Game Pass kind of day and date? Oh, don't worry if you I don't. don't I, it was only a few. If you if you did know, that was all. Uh, it came out May nineteenth, twenty twenty, but it came out in Game Pass in the past couple like months. Okay. I think. Okay, so it's a, it's a couple of years old then. Yeah, so I think I think this is the version, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's good to know. Yeah. So so it's I think it's a really good Game Pass game because. I can't fully recommend it because there's like 
that clunkiness like I, I wouldn't I, I couldn't be like hey you like taking photos like you'll enjoy taking photos in this game but I can say hey if you like taking photos try this game out on game sure. pass and you might love it right yeah yeah absolutely nice because it's not there's just some stuff that might aggravate people but that's okay if you already have game pass it's it's worth it's worth downloading and trying mm -hmm. um did you have anything to to say based on what you watched? Um, I, I really dig the aesthetic. Um, oh that was yeah, kind I, of didn't, the biggest, I didn't talk yeah, about the, the biggest. The biggest <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm trying to rush through, rush us through for time because I know Lucy is yeah. waiting in the wings. She's going to join us for the second uh, half of our session for the second episode for this week. Uh, but it's the aesthetic, very polygonal. The yes, it's very polygonal. Um, it's almost kind of paper crafty um, in its sort of like strong lines and the colours that it uses and how it does that. It's it's very not sparse. But it's almost a little bit kind of similar to something like Paradise Killer, where it's kind mm. of very assetty. You know, it's kind of like here is a board. This board is then used four thousand times through the level. Yeah. You know, it, it and it feels again not sparse, but a little bit kind of. You know, we've not created a city. We have made four buildings, and then that is it. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, but I dig that that kind of like slightly more lo-fi. Uh, um, feel to everything. Yeah. So what I will say is things like like I really like the way they've done like the cigarettes, mm -hmm. um, because they cast an orange glow on the face nice. of of the person smoking. Which when you're in this sort of dingy cyberpunkish aesthetic, um, it tends to be like like colder. At least the one the one level with the smokers, it was like very cold aesthetics, and they has bloom of orange, and like mm. that's that the the shot I took of the smoker first of all that satisfied the three smokers thing that i was like oh this is dumb um but like the first shot i took of him was just him sort of like having a stretch with the cigarette and it was really great but i wanted to do more and so it's like because these these guys don't people don't really move unless they're the people you can tell to repose mm. um so i know as soon as i get unlock enough tools i can go back and take that shot again yes and edit it in a much cleaner way nice. i kind of wish it took, took the shots and dumped them into my screenshots folder yeah, because I actually don't know where they are, but I would love. And they're like, you should share these things. I'm like, how do I, I want to boot do the yeah. game up just to find out? And like, that's again one of those things where it would be a big win if there was just like a folder in your screenshots folder that was yeah. just like Umarangi. Anyway, but yeah, I, again, I recommend it if you like taking photo, if you enjoy photo modes and games, this mm -hmm. I think is a good way to like just focus on that. The um, and that's. I think that's enough, and like you, like you said, the aesthetic is a big win, and I, yeah, I kind of glossed over that. Um, but yeah, I'll stop. I'll stop rambling, so we can <laughs> move on. Yes, let's finish this episode there. Uh, we will roll back around to our beers. Um, I finished mine absolutely ages ago. It was so so easy to drink. I'm doing this out of order, but uh, it's on my mind. It, it, it stayed the same flavor throughout the whole beer. Nothing was lost. The more I drank it, the, the citrus notes stayed there, cutting through that dankness. Maybe that was the only thing that, that dropped off slightly, but it was still there. Uh, um, the lovely kind of sweet malty, the, the, the bready maltiness that was there as well. Uh, um, all of those things combined to work really well, and it, it was a great beer kind of throughout. And as I said at the beginning, because of that lack of carbonation, or that lower carbonation, it would be very easy to drink a few of these. And by the time I got through the beer... I could easily see myself just picking another one of these up um, mm. very, very quickly. Um, you would just keep, you know, if I had four, you would just drink and drink and drink and drink and you'd get through them very, very easily. Um, but that was pills like these 
from Bristol Beer Factory. Uh, Adol, how about you? How's the beer? It's as good as it was in the beginning, which I really good. appreciate. Some of the sweetness of the citrus is a bit toned down. Mm-hmm. Um, but that maltiness, if anything, is developed a bit more. Um, now, the bitterness is less piney, I would say. Mm-hmm. But it's still there, um, and I still have that, like, lemony, slightly limey, but without the tart sort of citrus. Yeah. And, like, the tangerine-iness, I think I mentioned before, it's kind of faded away, and that's the only thing. Like, my palate kind of got used to the sugar more than everything else, so I think I just... Uh, yeah, so it, it just feels a bit fuller, a little bolder as a result because it's not being sort of bounced off by the sweet, mm. which is great for the end of a beer, I think. I think good. that's a really good development of the taste curve. Mm-hmm. Really good. I fully recommend tracking one of these Zinninium to, to something. Uh, Double Funkies by two... Double Funky Pal- Falcon. Falcon Pale Ale mm. by two chefs. Good lord. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so they're the beers. They are one of the games um, that we have played this week. Um, it's good to get a deep dive into a game as well mm. every now and again. It's been a while since we've... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. If you would like to tell us about the beers that you've been drinking or the games you've been playing, you can get us at Tanked Up Cast on the socials. Uh, I'm at everyone's score 47. Adelis. At the Omni Earth. And you should join us over on the Twitch Out of Lives Net work. Yeah, Out of Lives Network, Out of Lives Net, almost everywhere else. And go to outoflives.net to see the other things that we do and catch Adel's uh, stream of, I think something went up, Cantana, Cantata, on the YouTube's the stream of that. So that has just gone up from his first looks. Umaraga Generation, I imagine, will be up. Uh, within the coming the weeks as well for, for people to be able to look at. Uh, but stick around because we're coming at you with the next episode very, very soon. Uh, in which case, if you're on the YouTube or you're on Twitch, you'll see Lucy. Hooray! But for, hey. t- for right now, we've been tagged up. Bye-bye. Bye. www.outoflives.net